some someone that's willing to donate their time mm -hmm. is just as valuable as somebody that's willing to donate money. And I probably burnt myself out doing so much and going to so many and you know my calendar was full. But in hindsight, it it really benefited me. Hey guys, this is Michael Pacito from the Small Town Business Podcast, and today we have Ann Cutlerchuk from ALK Event Management. She is a community leader involved in more things than I would be able to mention in one podcast, but uh, some notable things are the Shop Local Showcase, the Bride and Groom Show. She's formerly known as the Queen of Events at the Kempo College, and now she's on our little podcast talking about community, donating your time and how to make an impact in networking in your community. And I think you're going to learn a lot, guys. So check it out. I've been in my own business since January of 2015. 2015. And mm -hmm. that most people know you as the uh, as the college as the college lady, the big planner of that. And how long were you doing that for? I started at the college in '91, and I got on to the conferencing side in '94, and uh, then kind of it grew to the point where it became its own department in about '99, mm -hmm. and then I ran that until 2014. Mm -hmm. You're, you're already giving me an interesting idea here. So a lot of business people, we people get in, they come from either maybe government backgrounds or they're working for someone else. And we always kind of have that moment of like, well, you know, I could do this on my own or I can make that leap on there. Uh, what were some of the things that made you say that was a good thing to, to, to make the leap into your own side? Um, it was very much customer driven. Oh yeah? Yeah, so when the announcement was made that I couldn't take any more bookings, I had a lot of customers that were scrambling, trying to find a location, trying to find catering, you know, trying to find somebody to run their events. And uh, what I thought I would do while I was working at the college was help the customers find, you know, where they can relocate to uh, by creating a package. And mm -hmm. so I put a lot of time and effort into creating a list of all the venues within an hour, all the caterers within an hour. <laughs> I basically was helping to plan their events so that they'd be more self-sufficient. And you know what? A lot of them appreciated that and took it and ran with it. But then I had several that called me back and said, can you just do this for us? <laughs> yeah. And so that was about, you know, November of 2014. And that's when I started realizing there's a business here. And uh, as much as, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial, um, for some reason, I never thought about turning it into my own business. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I always thought I would need a, a location in order to do that. And uh, But then I realized, you know what, as of today, I'm pretty much doing everything I did at the college, everywhere but the college. Yeah. So you don't need a location. You don't have a, do you have like a small home office even or? Oh yeah, I have a home office. Uh, I've always had a home office because we've always had businesses yeah. on the side, you know, since Rick and I met. Um, but uh, this the, the venue that I found on a silver platter was the Somerville Conference Center. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the building that I found early in 2015 and it was just by chance that I found it. Oh, wow. So that's a conference room that I use quite often. I use it for a lot of business meetings. Um, a lot of agricultural meetings are there. Um, I used to host my language classes there in the evening and since then uh, I've relocated to St. Mike's High School which I find is a better fit for an educational type mm -hmm. program. 
And so it's something that I use I use quite a bit, but it's you know definitely not the biggest part of my business. I do find planning events for customers um, anywhere within an hour of uh, of Kempville seems to be the biggest part of my business. It's so it's it's like if you're a person who's got some skill sets, or let's say you know maybe downsized from a job or or wherever, however you get, it's, you have to kind of, it looks like you're looking at your opportunities, what is around you, what you have open, and then kind of going with the path of least resistance, right? Exactly, and it's keeping, always keeping your ears open in conversations with other entrepreneurs, other businesses of what they're doing and, you know, what they feel is lacking in Kempville, and that's something that seems to be a major topic in Kempville, and I've noticed, I think it was the NG Times posted something about if you were to, uh, host a tour group in Kempville, uh, where would you take them? And there is such a range of answers. <laughs> and some say, I wouldn't take them anywhere in Kempville, there's nothing to see here. And then there's others that they have three paragraphs of, of what there is to see mm -hmm. and, and, and do around Kempville. And so you know what, that's kind of leading me to think, you know, we need a really good brochure for this town to promote to tourists, to bring more people to the area, and uh, to say what there is to see and do. And and a lot of people in Kempville don't know. Well, this is a natural progression even to the Shop Local Showcase, right? I mean, you have experience running trade shows, but what what top, you know, I mean, you have the bride and groom show and all that, and then, but what would make you say you need that we need a Shop Local Showcase? Can't people just drive down the street and see what's around. Mm -hmm. So maybe exactly. tell a bit about what, what was your decision-making process to get into that? Well, it's funny. When I first started the business in early 2015, um, the, the gal that I had working for me at the college, Leah mm -hmm. Finley, um, it was her and I that kind of came up with the idea. And um, we had kind of started to touch on it at the college the previous couple of, of um springs we had run kind of a we were calling it a home show and we didn't limit it to who could get involved and so it really wasn't the shop local theme and uh, and then when Lee and I started brainstorming we realized this is a niche that uh, really wasn't um, being promoted much really we didn't have a, a local show where we were trying to promote to uh, the community the importance of trying to to shop locally and, and buy as much as you can locally before you leave the city. You know, we always understood. I've been at Kempville, you know, 25 years. And over the years, it's been wonderful the, the, the less and less that I have to go into Ottawa to get things. Mm -hmm. Like, I very rarely go into Ottawa now. I think you've really touched the nerve on that too, right? Because you see that there's a lot of pushback. We have the colonnade uh, section, right? And it's brought in a lot of useful businesses and services in that. but people really do see the value of those businesses that bring that money back, right? Exactly. And uh, you've done something interesting. Um, now with, I think in previous years as well, you even had companies like um, some staples. So this mm -hmm. is, it. it's not that bigger companies aren't, avail aren't available or have access to these shop local showcases, but they have to be ones that show they're part of they're participating in the community. Mm -hmm. And so, did you have any kind of pushback from that dealing with any of the larger companies? It's or? funny, you know. Internally, I had pushback. Yeah. Within <laughs> yeah. myself, thinking, okay, shop local showcase, and I'm approaching Staples about um, giving us an iPad for a grand prize, and so I really. Mm -hmm. 
I was flip-flop back and forth a lot myself. But then when I met the manager there, mm -hmm. I realized, okay, he's a member of BNI. Yep. He's very much involved in this community. He cares about Kempville. He's yeah. not just a guy that, yes, he's not living locally, but he's working locally mm -hmm. and he's concerned about uh, the community and and helping businesses and promoting his services and you know what I thought if he's willing to take a chance on me and mm -hmm. on the showcase and uh, willing to donate a valuable prize to it then mm -hmm. I think you know it's worth forming a partnership with him yeah the I think a big lesson that you can at least out of what I take from that is is I mean, something we always know is never, you can never judge books by its cover. And especially in a small town, I find those personal relationships. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the thing. I mean, I, I just bought a car here recently, you know, and the thing that was the big tipping point, yes, price was important, but I had to make a choice between a more local, smaller, smaller dealer and a, uh, and, and a bigger one. And I ended up with the, with the smaller one. And even though there's still, there's still a big, you know, fancy dealer in that, but it was the personal relationship that said, you know, like, yes, th these guys are all just about selling cars, but these guys are about supporting local businesses. Exactly. So yeah. Then that... And it's the personal touch <laughs> that's important. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you've both found it locally that you do get more of a personal touch mm -hmm. and you go by your gut feeling and there are some big box stores in Kempville where I've tried to make connection I've tried to find a personal touch and it's just not there mm -hmm. so that's a store that I don't tend to go to because I don't feel like they're here for the community mm -hmm. mind you they fulfill a niche in that they provide a lot of employment mm -hmm. there are a lot of local people that work a lot of these big box stores mm -hmm. so to me they do fulfill a need in a community there's a there's a niche for everybody yeah. for the big guys the small ones and everyone in between exactly so uh, so you've been you've established a couple different little 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 mini businesses and all that like, mm -hmm. uh, are you a one person are like are you doing most of this kind of yourself or uh, how do you how do you manage all these different because that's a big thing that a lot of business owners mm -hmm. go through right Is, well I started at the beginning with Leah Finley the, mm -hmm. the the gal that worked for me at the college um, and so we put on the first shop local showcase in mm -hmm. April of 2015. Um, shortly after that, she uh, got a job at uh, the local school board, and so she was working full-time there and had a family of her own, and so I have found what I've done over the last few years is I have um, reconnected with a lot of the people that worked for me at the college. Wow. Uh, some of them are working full-time, some of them are semi-retired. Um, so I've managed to be able to pull in help when I need to on a subcontract basis. Uh, there's a young gal that's working with me now that's taken the program at Algonquin, the event uh, management program, and she's become more and more active with me on different uh, events we're doing in town. And I'm also, I've gotten in the last couple of years uh, a lot into um, assisting uh, nonprofits and charities with uh, fundraising and sponsorships, and so she's assisting me with that as well. Uh, sponsorships is another area that I think a lot of, especially in this community, I find the business involvement. How, how important do you feel it is as a business owner to be getting yourself involved in, in the community? Like oh, it's, it's very important in mm -hmm. that way. People see you, they know you, they know you're the face of the Shop Local Showcase or the Bride and Groom Show mm -hmm. or that you are 
leading uh, a nonprofit uh, charitable organization to raise money for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, they see different hats on your face, and I think that's important for creating relationships mm-hmm. and um, creating a sense of confidence in, in people that you're working with. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's always a touchy thing, though, too, right? Because there's always that line between you know, I mean, obviously, most businesses in this community, when they're doing these things, they're doing it out of the goodness of the heart. They want to see their business, right? But also, a lot of business owners, I find, don't want to talk about it, right? But um, there's a growing kind of almost demand, right, of if you don't talk about it, then what's the difference between you and the big store that doesn't have that personal connection? So how do you kind of walk that line between, you know, you know, being a self-promoter of what you do as well without, without it coming across as a, as a, hey, look at me kind of thing. Look, I'm, I'm doing all this good stuff in the community. Um, I guess ultimately if you're genuine mm-hmm. about what you do, if you don't always expect something in return. Yes. Um, I, I find that really refreshing that if, if you're, if you're, some, someone that's willing to donate their time mm-hmm. is just as valuable as somebody that's willing to donate money Yes. to sponsor you. Like To me, sponsorship comes in many different forms. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny, since I've gotten into the fundraising and sponsorship end of, of helping some local, uh, some local organizations, one topic that seems to be coming up quite a bit is sponsorship fatigue. Oh, yeah? Fundraising fatigue. Oh, my. And, you know, Sean knows all about it in that through the youth center, I'm sure you, you approach local businesses and what do they say? Half the time it's a, it's a yes and, or, and the other half of the time it's a, I'd love to say yes, but uh, I'm tapped over the next six, eight months. Exactly. So. And you know what? Um, businesses only have so much expendable budget mm-hmm. for sponsorship, but... The angle that Stephanie Ewing and I are taking with helping, right now we're working on uh, sponsorships for the uh, the annual um, North Granville Community Living Gala that they're having. It's a comedy night and a, an, au- an auction on April 21st at the Municipal what, Center. <laughs> one of your other many hats. And so the angle that, and maybe you can take this back to the, the Youth Center, the angle that we're taking is... Uh, we understand that every business has a, a limit and they have so much in dollars that they can put out every year. And there are a lot of local organizations asking for money. You know, everything from Neon Knights to to every local organization that has a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is giving um, every business the opportunity to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they can't they can't give money. Can they give us some services? To us, a service is as good as as dollars, and it's a sponsorship. Absolutely. Can you give us uh, a door prize? A door prize helps us generate money. And you know, a cost of a door prize that you're selling is going to be less than what it retails for. So it's still one more angle to still show the community that your business is involved, that you find this fundraiser important. And so, you know, we've had a lot of good success with walking away from an interaction with a local business with something. Mm -hmm. Uh, However little it is, every little bit counts. 
And so what would kind of advice might you give to a business owner, say maybe a, someone who is just starting out, like is there a point where you start, you know, because when you're starting out, obviously cash flow is a huge issue, mm -hmm. right? So you can't, you can't be uh, donating tens of thousands of dollars right off the exactly. bat. Exactly. But uh, when, when would you say is a good time to start maybe getting into that, to the sponsorship kind of space? Immediately. Immediately. Oh, Immediately. Okay. Because you that. want to get your name out there. Mm -hmm. You want to show that you're a community-minded person. Mm -hmm. And giving your time, even on a committee, mm -hmm. is free. You know, maybe some people feel, you know, time is money. But when you're first starting out... more time. You have more time. Uh, you do have yeah, more yeah. time. Yeah. And the more connections you make, the more committees you're on, the mm -hmm. more things you do, mm -hmm. the more events you attend. You know, obviously, if you've got a budget... Mm, a hundred dollar event is going to be outside of your reach mm -hmm. uh, but there's lots of free events that happen in this town and they would love to have volunteers and yes. they would love to have people on their committees helping and giving input and that's that's actually when I first started in in the company in January of 2015 that's what I did and I probably burnt myself out yeah doing so much and going to so many and you know my calendar was full and but in hindsight, um, it it really benefited me. Wow. Yeah. What are so you just joined like networking events? You joined some charity groups? Um, is, yeah, I uh, I actually didn't. I mean, there's lots of local local uh, business groups, as you know. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. I did. NGBB didn't, for one. Yes. Just a little plug. <laughs> yes. No. NGBB. I, I did uh, attend um, a couple of times. And uh, I didn't join NGBB, but NGBB helped me so much with, um, you know, the uh, the language classes. It was just by fluke. I was at an uh, NGBB meeting when there was a French translator talking about uh, what kind of things she offered, and uh, just made me think, hey, there's no French classes in Kempville, so. Uh, NGBB uh, has partnered with me on a few of the events I've done. Uh, they normally are involved in the Shop Local Showcase. They usually have uh, a table and uh, at the networking event on the Friday night before the show, they usually have good representation. Mm -hmm. So even though I didn't join NGBB, um, I, I have felt like it's been a very good partnership. Mm -hmm. um, Kempfell Women in Business is uh, probably the only one that I joined and that I still belong to and that's not so much um, for the marketing end of it mind you we are getting more in that direction for me it was conne the connection with other female entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and that's what I felt um, well I got the most benefit from with with Kempfell Women in Business plus you know they put on a few events a year that I got involved with I helped them with uh, the planning of them and uh, I guess that that's the one I, I probably will always belong to just because I always feel uh, a good connection when I, uh, I meet with other female entrepreneurs. Is that a, well, this is a bit of a leading question because I think I know the answer to it, but um, when you're starting off in business, you're by yourself, right? You're in, the, you're in the four walls of your home office or you know wherever you happen to set up and all that. So that getting out and networking is it, it must also bring you out of your shell a little, a little bit it, it must be very important to you right mm -hmm. to be able to get that 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 sounding money so maybe yeah. talk a bit about that well the i probably the biggest thing i noticed about uh getting into my own business was um it's lonely at first. Yes. 
Yeah. You know, you're in your home office, and my husband's around um, off and on, mm-hmm. but um, there's not, you know, the hub of people around you. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the biggest thing I noticed. And, you know, so coming off a, a 25-year career at the college um, and going to a house all by myself, um, that's probably why I got so involved in a lot of local initiatives because... Um, cabin fever. <laughs> exactly. And it was January. Yeah. And, you know, when you... Uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of the others, uh, other employees at the college can attest to this, is that um, when you finish one career and start another, as much as it's exciting, you also kind of go through a bit of a grieving process. Mm-hmm. And so you are torn over what you missed, uh, the friends you, friendships you made over the last 20-some years. And uh, you are going through a change in your life. You're mm-hmm. starting a, a new, turning a page and starting a, a change. And so, um, yeah, so it was a bit lonely at first, being January. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's probably part of the reason why I got uh, involved in so many other groups. And now I can't even remember what your original question was. You, you, you answered it. Did I answer well. it? That was it. That was it. Okay. It's, uh, it's just it's making sure you stress that importance of just of getting out. And the networking side is that. It's it's like well, I'm not getting any customers and all that. Well, are you? Because you're you're meeting people. You're you're getting opportunities that you wouldn't have. Those are those relationships don't turn around in, in a couple months. They mm-hmm. they turn around in years. They're measured in years or decades. Mm-hmm. Um, the people you meet around you are, are going to be the people that are with you are growing in this town with you like your business is growing our business is growing right we're growing together and you know if we're not always doing business together right now but maybe down the future you know like those are those things that you have to cultivate right exactly um, but uh, another thing you mentioned was grieving um, so you've you've done a lot of uh, different projects right you have I'm sure not has every single project you know been gold and and took off and lasted or have you had or have your have been in a situation where you've had to cancel a project or say maybe I'm not going down this avenue anymore um it's funny I'm kind of in that process right now with the language classes okay in that it's uh I'm finding it's a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. to get enough students to run a class really? um but what I'm torn over is you know the students that do sign up um I don't like to have to call them and say mm. there's just not enough students to support yes. the teacher, to support the rental of the facility, to support the money I've spent on advertising. There's just not enough students time. to do that. And the time mm-hmm. I've put into it, yes. Um, uh, so that's, how does that make you feel, though, having to say maybe this is something i got to let go? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's defeating. Mm-hmm. It's a bit feeling a bit defeating. Um, but for me, it's also spurring me on to think, okay, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do better? Mm-hmm. Am I not, you know, there's 20,000 people within, what, 15 kilometers? Yeah. What am I missing marketing or mm-hmm. advertising wise that I can't get of these 20,000 people mm-hmm. enough to take the inductatut course that I just had to cancel. Yes. You know, like is is this something I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly searching, uh, bouncing ideas off people, and hiring companies like Business Content Another to say, <laughs> "You're really good at that. I like that." Yeah, yeah. To say, "Hey, you know, what do I need to do better?" Yeah, I I kind of look at it as another thing too, right? Um, I look at it as 
I want to be able to help everybody, but you can't as a business owner help absolutely everybody, right? And so while you, uh, while you might be uh, taking resource, you might have to divert resources from a project that you know, is not financially sustainable necessarily, you as a business owner think, well, you have a big impact as a business owner on the community. So for you, if your shop local showcase does really well, all the vendors win. All of the people who show up to find these services they didn't know were around, they're gonna win, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you can realize that these defeats, the, that uh, these unsustainable defeats kind of thing aren't actually as much of a defeat because now you have more resources to put into the thing that is going to help the community out. It is going to get you more forward to where you want to go. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's how I look at it too. Is is that something that you're kind of uh, going over to? Or? Yeah, and you know what? Every year I find, especially with the Shop Local Showcase, I'm forming new partnerships mm -hmm. and uh, the partnerships... Um, benefit the show, obviously. Uh, they are creating new attractions for the community to want to come and see them. And um, also the ultimate goal though is the partnerships you create, they've got to get something in return. Yes. And so this year what I'm doing is I'm uh, going to have a demonstration area for local dance clubs, fitness clubs, yoga, martial arts. Mm -hmm. and having them come do a 20 minute demonstration and that way you know people that have thought hey you know maybe I want to get Bobby or Susie into martial arts maybe I'll go take a look at that demonstration they'll be set up there with a table ask them a few questions and find out if this is what we want to do mm -hmm. so to me that's benefiting the show because they're coming to it in turn, that's benefiting all the vendors that are set up. And then it's also going to benefit that local martial, martial arts club because uh, hopefully they will generate some more members because of their taking the time to participate and, uh, and be in the show. Finding those win-win-win scenarios, right? Exactly. So I know you're a very busy lady, so I won't take up too much more of your time. I'll have one final question, and then we'll get you to give some info on some of the, the upcoming dates and that. So if you... If you could maybe uh, give one, if you had one good piece of information or one bit of advice for someone who's starting up a business or trying to revamp a current business kind of thing, uh, would you be able to maybe kind of have like one solid piece of advice for someone? I know, big question, right? Or what is one piece of advice? What, what, one in the top five there, you know, something that, uh, or it could just be something that, you know, is one of the things that's really driving your business and keeping you afloat that you could maybe pass on to someone. Um, Probably something I've already touched on, and that is that everything you do, you don't always make money at. Mm -hmm. um, there, there are things you can do, especially in a small community, that will come back to you tenfold that you do for nothing. Mm -hmm. um, to me, um, my involvement with the 100 Women Who Care North Grenville. Yep. I don't make any money on that. It actually costs me money to belong to that because I'm giving back to the community and I'm also giving back in mm -hmm. other ways through Abbott Road Suites and my other businesses. Um, but to me, that's come back to me tenfold because um, people, I think, um, respect the fact that, you know, people that volunteer to bring something like this to the community where we're not benefiting personally from it, that the time we spend there is to generate funds to help uh, a local nonprofit charity in need. And that, that actually is 
that's kind of twofold for me in that, you know, you gain a lot of respect from that. And for me, I leave that, that meeting with, you know, our 77 members, I leave there feeling really good. Mm -hmm. And I've also had a fun evening out with a bunch of ladies too. So, you know, what more can you ask this, for? Business can be a little fun yeah, sometimes, right? Yeah. So the big thing is, I think, uh, volunteering uh, and uh, giving back where you can to the community, not expecting anything in return. To me, that's probably the best piece of advice that I can give. That's awesome, man. So where can people, if they want to get a hold of you, what kind of social media channels are you on that they can uh, get a hold of you? How can they get a hold? It depends what they need. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the Shop Local the Showcase is coming The big thing, yes, right so now is, uh, yep, is the Shop Local Showcase, and it's on April 28th. Mm -hmm. It's at the North Granville Municipal Center. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be held on the arena floor because it's grown so much. Awesome. Uh, last year we had 14, over 1,400 people attend the show. Mm, wow. This year, I've already mentioned the partnership with the local uh, fitness and dance clubs. We've also formed a partnership with the uh, Kempful Farmers Market. So mm. there's actually going to be a Kempful Farmers Marketplace set oh, up cool. where people can come. They can see their, their local favorites that they normally see all summer long over at the B&H parking lot. Um, so that's a that's a big thing going free admission always and Patterson Haddon Brown insurance has uh, Kindly offered a flat-screen TV as a as the grand prize. So really there's no excuse why anybody in the community Wouldn't want to come <laughs> and, awesome. and see it and so they can check that out on uh, on Facebook and Yes, as well too, uh, Facebook showcase. shop local showcase uh, Kempfell shoplocalshowcase.ca and shoplocalshowcase.ca and uh, or give me a call or send me an email Perfect. you type in shop local showcase on Google hopefully that comes up to all my channels awesome I'm also helping the North Grenville community living uh, with their uh, their gala their uh, comedy auction night they're having on April 21st at the Municipal Center we're looking for local businesses that can help support uh, the event, whether it's through a sponsorship or whether it's through a live auction item or a silent auction item, uh, anything they can do to help uh, would be great. Uh, that can be found on their website, um, communitylivingnorthgrenville.ca. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anne. It's my been pleasure. An awesome time. Thanks, Mike. And thanks for listening to the Small Town Business Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pacito from businesscontent.ca, where you can listen to this podcast and more. You can get other great marketing tips on our Facebook, Business Content Media, or Instagram at The BizCon. And we'll see you guys next week.